Recording right. started. Oh. That was good timing. Thank I you. said it right right as you did it. Yeah, I did. You're pretty much uh, a robot. Hey. No, but they uh, they nerfed the double shotties in Warzone, so it's safe again. I don't it's really funny. I, I well, That's what the article I read said, that they got nerfed. I don't know how good the nerf is, but I haven't played yet. They ruined a bunch of the guns. Uh, they're going to nerf the MP40 and the Bryn soon, which is really upsetting because I just unlocked the Bryn and haven't got to use it yet. I, but, don't you know. Know. I don't think I've ever used that gun yet. It's the Japanese LMG with the, the clip on the top. Or the, the clip's on the right side. No, it's on the top. Oh, I still haven't used that. I tried the bar for a little while, and it just mm-hmm. shoots so slow. I mean, it smacks like a train, but it really just shoots really slow. The Bryn hits pretty hard, and it shoots pretty decent. It's not like fast or anything, but it's not that nearly that slow. I'm pretty fast. <clears throat> it's your average. Your fast as fuck, boy. Fast as fuck, boy. Um, stimulating video game conversation. We are now a video game podcast. Thank Bing you. bong. Negative. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, man. I don't like Mario Kart. It's. I mean, it's all right, but I don't. It's not that. I'm not great. a fan. Yeah, You're, it's Smash overrated. Bros all the way. I mean, I'm not a big Smash Bros. fan either. No. Oh my gosh. It's all overrated. They're all right. Like, dudes literally nut their pants over these games. And it's like, I get it. You're bad at everything else. It's fine. I mean, I was also bad at Zelda, and that's a single-player game. (laughs) Actually, I've never really played any of those. Well, Rust is on the PS4 now, so what do you got to do? I don't know what that is. You don't you don't know what Rust is? You've uh-huh. seen videos of Rust. You've had to. Have. I don't think so, man. People it's running a, it's around a naked game with a baseball you start out bat. Naked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. You literally are just trying to kill each other. That's all. You so do. basically, Daisy. But no zombies. Yeah. No zombies. Yeah. It's just assholes. Remember when we started. tried playing Daisy? Oh, that was terrible! That I was mad. Look, we played for like two hours, <laughs> and we tried to find each other. We're both pretty new to the game. And as soon as we found each other the first time, I starved to death. And I was like, "I'm do- we're not doing this again. He, like, said, not- he said, we're playing something different. We're playing something else. <laughs> it's a fun game, though, once you get, like, you have to, like, once you know what you're doing. Because, like, it's fun yeah. by, I had fun by myself. It'd be more fun with friends, but we have to find each other and all that. Just let me spawn. It's so 2014, but I am enjoying Minecraft for what it's worth. Minecraft so. is a lot of fun. So there's this bit, right, with Minecraft that you get a two-week obsession every six months right that's like the running joke and yeah. if, you look, if you look at my worlds it was january 2021 july 2021 and then january 2022 are the last three times i've played that's so funny <laughs> isn't it literally six months on the dot accurate <laughs> it's a fun game though it's really easy to sink a lot of hours into it i just it's... wish there was an in-game voice chat feature yeah that and also like I feel like we, I just, I get there, I build the house that I want, and then I just call it a day. And then I never, I never play it again for the next six I like months. to, I like to explore and mine and all that fun jazz. I'd be uh, interested to like start seeing different biomes too. Like, I know where we're at is like, you know, nice for, for living purposes, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing some more spicy stuff eventually. So. Uh, the jungle biomes are really cool. So are like the temperate biomes. Yeah, we're in like the, it's but it's the savanna. That's what it is. Nick, uh, 
we when we played, we had the single hardest time starting a Minecraft world I've ever had in my life. It was pretty life. bad. It was Nick, pretty bad. It's like Nick's second time playing, and he fell in a ravine, so I had to go save him. That's shitty. We're living All in the, the hills, way down. so there's oh. creepers everywhere. Uh, keep getting blown up and shit. It's rough out here. Well, anyways, welcome everybody to the TJ and N show. Tyler here with Josh and Nick. Finally, for the first time ever, we're all three back, and it's great. We're happy to be here. I'm happy. How are you guys doing? Happy New Year. I'm also happy New Year. Merry, Merry Christmas. Cr- Merry belated Krampus. It's been uh, an interesting couple months. We've a lot's happened. We've done multiple shows without one person, and uh, there's been some things rolling in the background, so I'm excited to be back here with the three of you. I feel like I haven't seen you in, like, months. You haven't even, you didn't even explain what happened, buddy. A quick recap, Josh. He's worried about the three of you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Josh, what, Josh, do you have a new address? Is that correct? Can you yes, give it Daddy. to the viewers, please? Uh, yes, you can uh, find me at 123 Main Street, uh, ne- right next to Elmo. Oh my but, god, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, I have finally made it back to the home state of Ohio uh, to reunite with the boys. So we're remodeling a 120-year-old farmhouse by myself, and it has been a dusty, tired, some couple days honestly because it's just been a week so a lot more time to be to to find that but i was glad i was able to find some time to sit here and enjoy your guys's presence for the first time in a couple months yes has it really been a couple months no it's been like four weeks but um i well no the last time we all did a podcast together was with matt um, oh my goodness! And, yeah, and that and that episodes. and that was like December sixth or something, December fourth, yeah, I think maybe. We did two episodes with two weeks <clears throat> off, yeah. So it's been a month. I mean, a month and a few days. It's feels the like it's January seventh. Is that right? Yeah. It feels like the day forever. after democracy. Feels died. like the first time. Yeah, that that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have a this is show. actually uh, this is actually a redo of episode one. Everyone, welcome! So, uh, yeah, it's our first yeah. time. Hello. This is this is our first podcast episode. Um, we are now a series based podcast. I'm kidding. We're not. We haven't made that decision. <laughs> um, no, but everything's uh, been good on this side. I'm happy Josh is in Ohio because now I have more opportunities to interact with him that isn't through a television screen, um, and. Uh, I like to think that, you know, the number one reason he's here is because of you, Tyler. It is. I got um, my buddy back. And Great. I like to think that the second most important reason is me. Um, and then the third is just, I don't know what the third would be. I don't know why anyone would ever come back here, but you did. So I'm happy about it. But, you know, the great state of Ohio will eventually just consume everything. That's the, like the running meme, right? That Ohio... Uh, always has and always will be. So, well, I mean, if you think about it, I was just way southern Ohio. Uh, you never leave Ohio; you just go more south, more north, and more west, right. and more east. Exactly, more east, it's all know? Ohio. It's I like all Ohio. Ohio. I personally like to think that you just went on a journey and you're now just returning. Right. I climbed the mountain and I have fallen back down. That's so start funny. all over. 
Ground zero. And you're right. So I, I uh, you guys, you guys are my only reason to come back, and you will be my next thirteen. That's so flattering. That's so funny. We have a good show for you guys tonight. We're gonna talk about some sentient life in the ocean. This cool cult that runs a deli. Um, <laughs> got some am I the assholes and some trivia. It's pretty exciting. First, I have a quick announcement, guys. I've been out here in the trenches all week. Uh, putting our name out there you know what i'm saying uh, i'm stuck for some reason i have facebook dating on my phone instead of the marketplace so i've been swiping away getting some matches and saying hey come check out our podcast and uh it's working we're famous millions of millions so of people. not only do these girls find you somewhat attractive enough to match with you on facebook they also want to listen to you talk for exactly. two hours about whatever I want, whatever comes to mind. Octopuses. Uh, thank you if you're listening, ladies. But on that ladies. note, it's so funny. Like my profile is like it's a decent picture of me from like five years ago, right? And then it's two pictures of me and Bailey, who's my fiance, and then it's me looking goofy as fuck at your wedding. Those are my those I are my four that. pictures, and that's I love it. That. You're my, what the uh, internet calls a trap. Yes, and then uh, my bio is it's like a, it's like an emoji stick man doing the nay nay, and it says "Take me home, country road." I like remember that. He's, yeah. he's doing it. That's my bio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's working. We're getting our name out there. But uh, let's start on this: the sentient life in the ocean. What do you guys think? What do you guys think when that comes to mind? Penguins. Do you think a really, really smart fish, or do you nope. think a sea I think monster? Penguins. I think Crab penguins. People. Oh, that's a good one. Crab penguins people. are the most formal animal on the planet. They come born with a tux. That, that, uh, that logic should have been left in 2012, where it originated. I hope you eat my balls. <laughs> no, I'm you kidding. probably will. Uh. I like I think of octopuses octopuses. That's what I think of when I think of Indian life in the ocean. You ever seen videos of octopuses like escaping their tanks and shit? Or that octopus in Finding Dory? You know Finding Dory, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Honestly yeah. the thought of an octopus being real makes me really uncomfortable. Like hold on, hold on. Are, are you, are you like saying octopuses real? aren't real? Do you think they don't exist? I've never seen them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me it's real if I haven't seen it. I've never been in a room with an octopus, so I can't <laughs> confirm or deny their existence. It's the Statue of Liberty all over again. I haven't seen it, so it's not real. I mean, that's that holds true to this day, too. I have not seen the Statue of Liberty. It's or there. the Eiffel Tower, or the mountain that has the... Uh, you know what, Josh? Why don't you just go ahead and sign your fucking flat earther card and just call it a day? All right. <laughs> I haven't seen the Earth from space, so how do we know it's round? I mean, that you, holds true. Do you believe the moon's a hologram? Because you've never been there, too. Is that... no? I think the moon is flat, though. <laughs> the moon <laughs> is a really <laughs> the moon is a really expensive screensaver that NASA planted in the sky. The whole That's our awesome. whole life is a simulation. Um, and we're now done with that. <laughs> okay. This so, Josh, what? Not Josh, Tyler, Tyler, my friend. Um, so, explain to me, like, what? What are we? What? How does this work? How 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 do they do it? Well, what what kicked this off for me is like this is all, this is an idea. I think I mentioned that episode one or octopuses. two. 
That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> I like. I just thought about it one day. I was like, I was like, there's a lot of ocean out there. Like, like, how do we know? How do we know? So then, oh, at the end of last year in November, I think it was, the UK classified uh, octopus, octopuses, and uh, some lobsters and crabs as sentient beings, as sentient life, and their Animal Welfare Act. And that's more of like a preservation thing and less of a we're going to start you know the lopters are going to have a seat at the un kind of kind of thing it's more for the animals well-being it's just that we know they can feel pain and pleasure like they can distinguish the two feelings and emotions so we should limit our uh causing of their pain if they can feel it you know it means no more straws folks get them yeah. out of here yeah get them out of here save the octopuses but I mean, I like, vow to use one disposable straw a day. That's it. Like, think about it. Like, it's a metal straw, bro. Instead of cavemen and fire, you got octopuses and thermal vents in the bottom of the ocean. Roasting like, lobsters. Roasting lobsters. Um, so you're telling me that there's a red lobster at the bottom of the ocean? Hey-o. Exactly. Ooh, cheddar well, most most of Earth's mm, life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Soggy cheddar biscuits. Gross. Most of Earth's life, most of Earth's life, yes, life has been in the ocean, right? And the biggest life in the ocean started in the ocean, moved to land to get real big, and then moved back to the ocean, right? What's that? Whales, whales and dolphins. How crazy is that? I didn't know that. I found that out. They went to the land? They, they evolved onto land and then moved back into the ocean. Later what were they there. on land? I didn't look into that because that would have... Spiraled me probably to see, and then I mean, so you're, so you're trying to tell me that God's not real. This is not a dinosaur podcast. That's what I'm t- <laughs> telling you. <laughs> this is a Pokemon <laughs> podcast. Get it right. You know what? Uh, but God is real if you think He's real. There's a little bit of real in all of us. You know what I'm saying? You're Pinocchio. Maybe hey, you're a fucking liar. Hey, <laughs> maybe heaven is the friends we made along the way. That's that's all I'm saying. You're wow. so corny. You guys are gonna. That <laughs> means you guys are gonna be there. Yeah. Hey-o, see you there, big boy. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a party in heaven. But uh, eight point seven million species exist on Earth today, and only about twenty percent of them live in our marine dwelling, live in the water exclusively. So. So, when we consider species as Cthulhu a species, or is he just an entity? I would say entity on paper, but species and spirit. Okay. You know what I'm good. saying? Yeah. Because, I mean, he clearly lives in the ocean, too, and he's obviously sentient, so. You have a point. Yes. Uh, but, so, like, most of Earth's biodiversity is on land, even though that's the, you know, less, like, there's more water than there is land. And uh, the conclusion from that I came to is that most of the ocean is like the desert. Like most like large swaths of the ocean are just sand. There's no plant life to or anything to support, you know, marine life. And then the other, and then also large parts of the ocean are very deep. So only certain types of creatures can live down there and plant life and all that. Anglers and shit. Plankton. But, but we can talk about it, right? Um, like what, like, cause like, I like to think, what if, if there is some kind of sentient uh, beings down there, there's uh, 
a, an instance I can vaguely recall from another podcast I listened to uh, where apparently there was this thing where Russia was searching for uh, UWOs. Is that what they are? Unidentified, no, USOs. Unidentified submerged USOs, objects. Yeah. yeah. And they apparently found one and they found a, like a colony of fish people. But at the, but that being said, at, for that instance, there was a, a popular fish movie, fish people movie in Russia at the time. So people mm. equated to that. Mm, but yes. there are a couple things that need to be met to be for intelligence life to exist. And it's kind of a thought that Earth won't last long enough for that to happen. Like the, the, the sun will burn up and kill the planet before life in the ocean has a chance to progress that far because they have to progress so much slower down there because a big part of our evolution was, you know, access to fire and being able to mend our materials and our environment to our will to help uh, make our lives easier. But a couple of things you need for intelligence are size. I mean, you need to be big enough to have a big enough brain to be able to think complex thoughts and also defend off predators like humans. Like we're obviously not the biggest things on the planet, but we're big enough to fend off predators and we're big enough to have our our brain be as complex as it is i would um, just like to say i, I fended off myself against a pack of deer driving home tonight so i was the apex predator on the road that now tonight. now tell me could a bluegill do that no exactly that's why that's so our <laughs> killer are things such as killer whales classified as this as well because it's been pretty well documented and proven that they are capable of uh, showing uh, love towards one another. They communicate. They have their own language. They speak. They obviously feel pain. Uh, they feel pleasure. So are so, they sentient? Uh, I can't confirm or deny. I don't know for a fact. Crows yeah, of the ocean. I didn't look that up. But I have my, my speculation cap is either yes or if not, it's because of lobbying from, like, you know, marine action parks and stuff like that. Because right. we had the big thing now where, like, I think as of now, you can't put any more whales in captivity, but they don't have to get rid of the ones they have. I yeah, think that's, right. where, that's where we are in that. Yeah. But also, uh, there's less oxygen in the water, so fish have a harder time gaining mass. Like, like um, excluding the mammals because they're built differently. Like, have you seen large fish, like, like the large, massive sunfish and stuff like that? Yes. They just, they, they just can't move. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. so immobile. And so and that's the thing with around. like crabs and lobsters too, you know, or lobsters, they can grow as big as they, they don't, they never stop growing. They just get to a point where they're too, they can't feed themselves and they starve to death. They can't, they don't have the strength to molt or to find food. You know what I mean? Because they can't get enough food to support their size so it's that's that's a problem in the ocean um but you gotta think the largest because like the largest animals in the ocean breathe air they don't take their oxygen from the water like fish do and yeah. also all Whales. the animals on land do yeah <clears throat> and then you have like you said the communicator communication like whales can communicate with their own language and stuff like that i don't know if fish can i don't know if fish have a way to do that if they do, it's probably electromagnetic signals, I'd imagine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something I we can't really, really measure. There's that one thing from Dory that uh, uses, like, sonic. Yeah, the, yeah. Like bats. Um, 
And then with the communication, there has to be some kind of social aspect, which we do see like basic social hierarchies in, in some animals. You know what I mean? Like wolf packs or pods of whales and stuff like that. And then again, developing a language is a big part of that. Like you have to like uh, be able to com- be able to communicate complex ideas, not just like the pack mentality of communicating how to hunt or communicating that you want to mate with your feathers or your rocks. Um, also, for some reason, a qualification of intelligence is the ability to preserve your language, uh, which doesn't, I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't really make sense, you know, to write things down and to have some kind of reference for things. Maybe not write them down, I guess, but, you know. Um, and then, I was going to say, Egyptians used art, you know, uh-huh. sim- symbolism. Yeah. And then also uh, body parts with high flexibility, maneuver, dex- dexter- flexibility and dexterity. Again, that falls back onto like how we're able to manipulate our environment around us with our opposable thumbs. And how, you know, I mean, primates are like just a couple chromosomes off of being able to do the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, bum, 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 Planet of the Apes. Uh, so like in there are animals across the board everywhere that check some of the boxes but none but us check them all you know so that that's what we that's a conspiracy what is required uh but like some of these things show as in like dolphins they have super advanced hunting tactic hunting tactics that they can communicate and teach their young have you seen these things they'll go in the, they'll go into like low shallow areas and just circle a pot of fish and kick up so much dust that the fish are trapped in this ring of dust or sand that they're creating. How wild is that? That's pretty they, smart. They trap them and That's then they take good. turns jumping in and eating them. Yay, dolphins. Yay, dolphins. Um, and then we, then we get into the, uh, the octopuses and squids because like octopuses have high intelligence and squids are pretty massive. I, I don't, I don't What's know. the difference between an octopus and a squid? Uh, they doesn't look a, different. I know doesn't that. a squid? Doesn't a squid <laughs> have an actual like beak? Squids do have beaks. I don't know. I think octopuses too do though. How many tentacles do? does a squid have? I was thinking maybe it's a tentacle thing. Octopuses obviously have eight. Maybe squids only have six. Six, like a like a bug and a spider. Yeah, but bug and a spider. Octopuses are like the highest running ocean dwelling life because. They've evolved strictly in the oceans, so that's the closest thing to sentient life we have on land today. So, but, is a squid below an octopus of intelligence? Um, I want to say yeah, but I don't have anything to back it up of Fair enough. any, any evidence or anything. But um, and we know we can also look in our past for stuff like this. Like uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this dinosaur's name, but it's a jar. It's a large ocean dwelling. Oh, a large ocean-welling dinosaur. I want to say it's the one you see in Jurassic World that like eats the T-Rex at the end. You know, the big, massive fish thing. Uh, we know they were hunted by something bigger than themselves. And we find their bones laid out in like patterns and stuff. Like they're, They determine that this means the predator was playing with its food after it's done. You know what I mean? And there's like large sucker marks on these some of these bones. So they think maybe there was a a larger octopus than that thing is 
which is immensely massive like if you're taking jurassic park for your reference because that thing just like bites the t-rex in like one bite you know what i mean yeah i mean the ocean used to house some very terrifying things still does um but if we're talking prehistoric times i mean that's where uh life kind of came from was Mm -hmm. the ocean i mean things just evolved over you know those first few billion years out of the ocean so to to it's not hard to believe that there were big enough creatures down there to eat a t-rex in one bite and honestly i mean if you look at like the skeleton of a t-rex i know they're massive right but they're not like that big right but yeah but we see some of this behavior in the modern day octopus where they'll play with their preys and stuff like that after they're done uh there's an octopus at at an an, and an aquarium an unnamed aquarium unfortunately it makes Uh it sound fake uh he would he would wait till everyone left at night escape his tank crawl over to the crab tank across the room and steal crabs bring them back to his tank and then eat them smart they had they had to put big old locks on his tank how crazy is that but just imagine if like if that's a modern day octopus who is like excluding the tentacle size his body is the size of a fucking dinner plate and he's that intelligent imagine how intelligent one that's 100 feet long could be you know what i mean yeah not bigger brain like you said bigger brain not to say size necessarily correlates Mm -hmm. with intelligence but it does to an extent you know you have to say it's the motion of the ocean it varies in humans. Usually, the bigger, the dumber, but that's a different story. But this kind of reminds me of the old Simpsons episode. I think it's the Simpsons, maybe, where the dolphins. Maybe, maybe it was the Treehouse of Horror. The dolphins come out of the ocean and take over the town. Yeah. Oh yeah, I you know, vaguely I, remember. Yeah, I vaguely remember. That. I think it was the Simpsons. Maybe the Simpsons, or maybe it was Family Guy. What? Maybe maybe it was Family Guy. Aren't they all the same by now? They are. They all the same. They've all done the same things. You can see the same plot lines. They just all have different colored cartoon skin. That's the only difference. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, no, one has an alien. One has a baby and a dog that talks. Yeah, right. And one right. has... They all have their comic, you know, Maggie. relief. They all have... Yeah, fuck you, Meg. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. Can we talk about uh, how Maggie killed Mr. Burns? Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> 30 years after you, that. He ruined it. <laughs> uh, that's all I got on that, man. It's just a fun thing to think about. Like It's thought-provoking, for sure. Um, I like it. I think it's cool. I think it's. I think the USO part kind of intrigues me more than like an octopus being smart enough to like crawl out of the water. Not saying that isn't fascinating because it is. Uh, yeah, but the it's more thought. Pro- it's more thought provoking to think like there's an actual like smaller like civilization underwater that's advanced enough to like submerge and unsubmerge from the water and an advanced spacecraft or something of that degree. Right. So, but that kind of falls in line with like aliens and, um, you know. Or, or, or it's not. It could, they could be Atlanteans. You we, know? Could, we could do a USO episode sometime. Yeah. I would have to just definitely read up on it because I don't know oh, yeah, nearly yeah. enough about it than I did with like UFOs. That's could for sure. you imagine the ocean is just 
it's just a big old hole in the middle of the of the earth and the water just goes the, through on both goes sides. Goes through on both sides. <laughs> and just the only thing that's keeping it that's keeping the water at bay per se is the the centrifugal force of the earth spinning. Yeah. Could you imagine if that's like if the reason why we can't travel like travel below a certain depth in the ocean is just because you'd literally be going through you just the, pop the out the other ground. side yeah wild that's wild yeah well so, you probably want it because the gravitational pull at the middle of the earth would probably just crush you so. yeah yeah but um, it's just like the the yeah. sea life that's down there that's all clear because the rays of the sun haven't they don't reach down there so they they're they, they don't know what the sun is yeah yeah the pigment doesn't form they're see-through didn't didn't one of those wash up on the like on the beach not too long ago like Dude, there's been some sketch shit that's been washing up on the beach lately yeah. like shit people have never seen before yeah and it's just like proof that we know so little about our own planet because we can't explore it you know the the ocean with the technology we have today is just there's places we can't go in there and that's what makes it so intriguing because it's like well what could be down there that we don't know about like mm-hmm. you know things like lake loch ness where you had like the loch ness monster that was like a staged hoax thing but now like you've had people that one instance where that dude took that picture and admitted, I you know, I think on his deathbed or something, I might have the facts wrong. But the fact of the matter is the individual who took the original picture admitted that it was staged and fake. It was a prop that he built out of, like, you know, wood in his garage or something. And, uh, you know, but that alone uh, has sparked a decades-long, like, search for something that's, really just not there it's just something people i think it, i think it's something that people can grasp onto and run with because it's fascinating and it's better than just being bored in the middle of fucking ireland wherever the fuck like Bachness is i think it's scotland that's yeah, probably scotland but it, either way i mean it, it is cool it's kind of like it's up there with like bigfoot you know people try to find like Proof of Sasquatch or Bigfoot, Ohio Grassman, Yetis, whatever. They're all the same thing. They're just different regions of the world. Call it different things. It's the um, same. It's one Yeti traveling, going on vacation. Yeah, it's the same guy. He's just catching, <laughs> he's just taking his private jet to each location, you know. Um, but, you know, there's a, there's a lot about, like, our own planet that we don't even know. And, you know, we were talking about, like, news earlier that and this kind of made me think about it because um i do follow this type of shit on a daily basis is that new james webb um space uh telescope it had its successful first stage unfolding how cool is that yeah it unfolded all of its uh uh sun shields and now they're i think they're like doing something with the mirrors but the the area of uh space that it's traveling to uh, which is about a million miles away from the earth um, is going to, I I'm really excited about it because I, I love learning about the unknown and I love like learning about stuff that's just beyond our comprehension, at least at this point in time. 
I mean, this telescope is going to be able to see things that we've never seen before, uh, assuming everything goes off without a hitch and the $10 billion and the 25 plus years of waiting, uh, you know, pays off. How crazy is it that if it doesn't, it just sits out there. It's just it's, it's just scrap. Just that's there. It's just, just ten, floating aimlessly. That's just ten, 10 bees just floating in space, never to be recovered. How crazy. That's fucked. It might be recovered in millions of years by a distant advanced civilization. Yeah, maybe an asteroid will bounce it back to us. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. It's thought-provoking. It's cool. It's fun to think about. And, um, you know, hail Satan. So... <laughs> yeah rock on <laughs> i kid but uh so on that note um who Next. are the uh, who's who, who are the uh the who's the deli cult so the to deli say cult. um it is called the 12 tribes and apparently they run a chain of restaurants called the yellow deli that's like i had no idea but what brought them to my attention is there was a fire at one of their uh compounds or one of their buildings burned down and it you know it sparked some interest in the cult this happened in denver um so apparently like with the cult they have some tie-ins with fire in their religion apparently they're old school they would burn their clothes like mass burnings of their clothes every so often to wash away their sin and they would burn their they would like use fire to uh what's uh enriched the soil and stuff like that is like a big tie into the religion i guess so and then everyone's like did they do it or did they want the publicity or was it attack on their religion or you know yeah. and all that uh but you know they have all the the general cult happenings reports of sexual and child abuse and things like that apparently in the 80s the denver police and social workers and this was sorry in vermont took 112 children out of the cult's custody into protective custody because they were beating them with wooden rods and and such nice so, but it's just it's just interesting how this like stuff happens in today like you think the cold era is the 70s with the uh, children of god and om shinrikyo uh jamestown and all those people you know but like we know a lot about cults and how it happens and this and that and it's still happening i mean cults are massive still you have scientology and you could argue Mormonism, which are both cults, uh, more Scientology than Mormonism, I'd say. But like, and that's massive. We have like celebrities and politicians like trying to, I mean, well, running from. Let's just, let's make a really, really, really fast, uh, dis, you know, like distinguish Mormon versus uh, Scientologist. One's based off a scientific, uh, science fiction novel. Uh, that a dude wrote when he was like tripping on acid and then the other one's based off like biblical shit so um they're both actually written off science fiction novels i get that but mormons still have the bible ties into them somewhat they have god (laughs) they have have god for god's sakes they don't have zetal who's going to come out of the volcano and rescue you from the aliens that slipped inside your body from you know when you were first born old joseph smith uh would dig up indian burial mouths and say they were the nephites an ancient civilization that fought off demons and saved world saved the world before you know we were worked there. with a mormon he was a latter-day saint but he was mormon which one was it alex oh fuck he was mormon in name alone yeah 
you know, Latter Day uh, Saint, Mormon, whatever. He that he's like, oh, we're the ones that don't believe in multiple wives. And I'm like, oh, isn't that convenient? Uh, the 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 fundamental Mormons believe in polygamy. Uh, actually, all Mormons like to be called Latter Day Saints. They don't like the Mormon name. It's kind of a a slur of sorts at this <laughs> at this point. Um, back to this other cult, the Twelve Tribes. Uh, I read an interesting article from CU Boulder. Uh, a couple of the girls in their journalism, their paper, uh, basically went undercover into the cult, and they have a new deli, a yellow deli in their town. So they went in, you know, made themselves look like unsuspecting college students. And we're going to the deli until they were invited back to their compound, which was like five like buildings in like a high rise compound. Uh, and they tried to get the girls to drink some, some tea. And, you know, one of them refused because their, their safety plan was we're not going to eat the same thing or drink the same thing, you know, so one of us is good. Uh, they had friends ready to call the police. They didn't hear from him and all that. But, um, they just like they went in and it in this description it sounds like every other description i've heard from any cult everyone was you know the children were seen and not heard the place was just almost too perfect everyone was just too happy um they uh said they talked to a young girl who you know was about to turn 18 and they asked her what she was going to do after she graduated high school and the girl said, I don't know, I guess I'm going to stay here. And she looked around to all the adults in the room for approval. Said later they saw the girl uh, alone in the kitchen crying. So I imagine she got reprimanded for talking to the outsiders oh, or, you know, some sort. You revealed it. all of our secrets. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, culture fickle fiend, man. Um, I think they prey on people who are vulnerable and down on their luck. Uh, maybe people who were, you know, abandoned, um, you know, who are spiritually lost. Uh, they feed, they feed and prey on people who are at their lowest. They invite them in and then, you know, they, they can easily mold them from that point because they, you know, suck them in at maybe a young, you know, impressionable age and, just you know make them their own you know you could go the whole uh the children of god cult the one that castrated uh some of the men that were in the that were in the cult is that the, is that is that one yes yes um, it was it was not required it was suggested highly suggested until he got overly drunk and then started castrating the men that were still left uh this happened r- right before uh, they finally got found out for the second time, but uh, yeah, it was highly suggested for the men to be castrated. So I can only imagine what kind of liquid castration uh, that's used now instead of the actual physical well, act. Listen, listen to this. Uh, the 12 tribes are a fundamental group that not only believe in corporal punishment, but they require it. Parents are instructed to strike their children to ensure obedience. Uh, it says they believe that in order right, for Jesus is second coming to occur they must raise 144,000 perfect male virgins who will be killed around the year 2070 so and this is in preparation Uh, for the battle of armageddon oh yeah it's like it's a doomsday cult but but listen listen this man i miss the cult leader's name he's smart 2077 is a long way away well they're all he has a he has a lot of time to to prepare before he has to kick the can down the road when it doesn't happen. 
Because um, that, that's your mistake, right? As a cult leader, you set your doomsday too close, and then you have to kick the can down the road. I think it was uh, Harold. Yes, Harold Churching. I know. I know you're talking about who had uh, the... back back in 2012. No, you know, nothing to do with you know end of the world 2012. He predicted that on May 22nd, uh, uh, 2012, the rapture was going to happen, and he got all of his followers to take their RVs and all this shit and go to the summit in California, right? And they all waited the rapture because they were going to get sucked up in the sky together. Uh, you know, and obviously this dude Sucked is, off just, into this is, is, is just get, <laughs> he's obviously <laughs> just trying to get fucking money out of people. That's like their whole thing is he's just trying to get money. I'm pretty sure this fucker's dead now, by the way, uh, which I hope he's rotting in whatever version of hell he believed in. Um, but so uh, that's my mom's birthday. And that year I was actually, um, up north uh, here in the great uh ohio area we have the uh great lakes uh one of them being lake erie and a small island resides up there known as kelly kelly's island i was staying there um with my at the time uh girlfriend who's now my wife um and i i told her we were sitting out on the front porch looking out at the lake and i told her i was like are you ready she's like for what and i'm like get sucked up in the sky bitch what do you think <laughs> it's the end of the world didn't you know we went on vacation during the end of the world there's like thousands of people in california with rvs waiting to get sucked up into the sky how awkward she, must that be the next day when everybody's still there? What if uh, only like three people were missing? Yeah, <laughs> and me, media and pre- I thought it was going to be a mass suicide. Honestly, that's what I thought was going to happen. We I thought the dude. In a while. I thought he was going to. Who was the dude who put fucking arsenic in everyone's Kool Aid or whatever? That was Jonestown. Yeah. So Jim Jones, uh, I think. L- luckily, that didn't happen. But now all these people were fucked out of their money and lied to. And I don't know how many of those followers he retained, but I know the press showed up at his house like a couple days later. And they're like, You're still here, huh? I was like, oh, what, what happened to your little prediction there, Bub? And he's just like, Oh, I read the scrolls wrong. It's actually coming in August now. No. It's like, Okay, go fuck yourself. Have a nice day. I don't know if this is still a thing, but in 2013 to 2015, yeah. Jared, Jared Leto, not Jared Leto. Is that his name? The singer of 30 Seconds to Mars, and he played the Joker in Suicide Squad. Yeah, Jared Leto. Him. Apparently, yeah. he has a cult, and he was advertising oh. it literally like, This is a cult. I am a cult leader. Come. Oh, good. And so I wonder how that's doing. We'll have to look into that. We can do an yeah. update on that next episode. Well, yeah. You know, we idolize celebrities. So, Joker all, specifically. so all celebrities have Society. their own. Yeah, I mean, literally their own their own societies. Like, and, and to me, cult it, the cult leaders are all after power and money, just like everybody else. And to them, to people that they can talk to and and persuade to follow, I mean, that's that's what it is. It's a it's a huge power trip, massive power trip where that's what they that's what they want and they get the satisfaction they get the satisfaction from that you know what's crazy having a cult and being in a cult not illegal nothing nothing wrong legally with that they you you get fucked up when you fuck kids and you sell a bunch of guns and stuff like that that's when that's where you fuck up like if you want to be a cult leader it's as simple as don't have sex with children and you're going to be golden for the rest of your life you know what i mean like literally and and 
unfortunately, that's where almost every cult just falls on falls that's on. That's where their they face. all fuck up. They all beat and fuck the kids. They want oh, to have yeah. sex with sixteen year olds, and and they think that oh well, we're a cult, so we're above the law. So hey, we can have oh, sex with sixteen year olds if we're we looking want. at you, Scientology. You have to imagine that the amount of seclusion that these uh, you know groups subject themselves to. Well, That's how they make, have their power. Yeah, would make, make them feel. Can't leave. Yeah, would make them feel that way. It's not. It's not just the seclusion. It's also the time requirement. Like a lot of you know, a lot of cults will have them do chores or you know work. Like I imagine the 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 is it called the yellow deli? That's their. I bet they all have to work there. Yeah, exactly. Every, yeah, like. They all have to work there. Bullshit. You have to put your t- you have to put in your time here, and then then they basically focus on that. Then they focus on schooling or well, also they of... have like because you know how the churches have the collection pot, yeah. And some churches heavily encourage it, but like cults require it. It's usually something like ten to thirty percent of your yearly income has to go to the church. That's insane. and that's how the pastor, or whatever he calls himself, Messiah, mm-hmm. uh, pays for everything. And it's it's just crazy to me. Like, well, I mean, it's just like the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church uh, asks that you send at least ten percent of your paycheck uh, into into the the collection. Like, they Mormonism and Scientology require it. Mormonism does. Yeah, it's ten percent if you're in the church. I think I think Scientology is a little higher than ten percent. I think theirs is twenty. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. One of my buddies uh, is donating their uh 20% of their life insurance to Scientology when he when he dies. Crazy. Can you imagine? And, and, and they don't pay taxes on it. Uh-uh, because they're because they're a church. They're uh, a religious entity is well, what it comes out to be. When I think of churches, I think of old Joel Alstein not opening his doors to the to the community during a, a hurricane. And it's like, you're a church, you're there for the community. Like, that's your whole, what are you, if you're not going to help the community, what, why are you, why do you exist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the same thing happened throughout COVID as well. When the pandemic, pandemic exactly. hit, you know, there was so many, so many reports of, oh, this church is still open. We're going to have church. We're going to do this. We won't turn our back on the community, so on and so forth. And in reality, like, what actual good did you do? You, you literally did not uh, let's help your congregate is that what they're called con- congregation or anything congregation yeah. yeah yeah like you didn't you didn't do anything valuable you didn't offer a peace of mind you didn't offer a place a to go place. yeah it's crazy it's craziness it's wild man but you know we need them we need it, we we got to have the cults. No, I do think I mean I think religion can definitely be healthy for people. Uh it's definitely a great outlet. It's a great to be spiritually connected to something or the human I'd say. But like it, it is just morphed in, into a, a something else, a different kind of entity, you know. And it, it's the it's the new age of everything. Well, there's honestly. there's everything. I mean, we have like the fundamentalist evangelicals and then you have like new age churches where it's like Mm -hmm. just not even like a church it's more like like a hangout spiritual center yeah Yeah. like 
the the churches or, or the the well, I mean they're churches the the places where you worship in more in like song style and and you get together and like it's a little less formal and a little less traditional but it's more spiritual though it's exactly you know, it's, exactly it's not it's, so much like black and white biblical it's more of we're we're spiritually connected to something and we want to we want to connect with them and, and show under, our yeah, yeah our our appreciation or whatever and honestly i can vibe behind that i'm not gonna lie i could i could probably vibe behind that definitely it, but see i had really bad experiences at church i think i've explained this before but i went to church and i wasn't a church kid you know it was like you're gonna you can you can stay tonight but you gotta go to church with us and i was like whatever cool i'll check it out i didn't have clothes I wore holy jeans and a meta militia hoodie that had like a skull with like a dirt bike helmet on it, you know, <laughs> awesome sauce. Right. Uh, it was just, it was awkward and uncomfortable because for the first half of the sermon, the pastor yelled about how teenagers deserve no privacy and parents should have parental controls on every device should have access to all their passwords and they should not even have doors on their room because you can't trust them. They're sinners and they should not have privacy. And the second half of the uh, sermon was about how it's really funny that we built this brand new giant church with a giant rec center and all this and that. And now all of a sudden nobody has any money to donate. So they had to listen to him yell about people not donating. And then they sang songs and everyone cried. I just, I don't understand. I <laughs> yeah, church, like is, was... church is really tough. I mean, some, some people get really into the the music and i see a bunch of tiktoks about it's like me realizing i wasn't talking to god when i was 12 at church i was just having a panic attack from being screamed out in the car before we got there <laughs> so there is actually speaking of tiktok there's this guy who does uh auto-tune songs out of like stories in his life i've seen him yeah yeah and he's like a very uh, traditional church he, yeah he he has like a one where he's like i went to this uh super fundamentalist church when i was you know younger uh and he's like we didn't necessarily speak in tongues but we were open to the idea of speaking tongues <laughs> uh and he said one day i woke up and decided i was gonna go to church and speak in tongues like on purpose just to cause a scene and uh in the middle of their like whatever singing and whatnot he started going shamala hamala and then everyone else started going Shamala Hamala. And the priest was like, that's the language that angels speak. And then he's like, I just imagine angels seeing Jesus and Jesus being like, what up, angels? Shamala Hamala. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a really great. He, he does a lot of different stuff with his life stories, but they're they're usually a hoot. I just I don't I don't know, man. I don't. I think it can be healthy, but I think in a lot of instances, it's very unhealthy. I stand behind the little churches on hills because they're usually, you know, they're not fundamentalist. They're either a small community church. Some, there's some sort of, you know, denomination of Christianity or what have you. Um, they, you know, they have, they don't fill the church by any means, but they have a small community group that attends them. They have a parsonage out back. The priest lives there. They raise just enough money to keep the church functioning, 
they don't raise excess to put it in the pockets of the people trying to do what they're there to think they're doing. You know, those are the churches I believe in. Those are the churches that I support and, uh, you know, wish have well wishes for it's, uh, (laughs) who's the guy who's the, the super big guy who got caught on video and was like, you realize you're an asshole, right? Um, yeah joel alstein he's like hey joel he's like hey man what's up he's like you know you're a fucking asshole right and he he's just like runs like, away he's just like laughs he goes ha, 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 then walks away it's uh, just you you know what's you know what's wild that there are some very well paid priests dude makes like a fucking eight thousand dollars a year like and th- and they don't have to pay taxes because they are a religious entity and it, i mean it, they just they literally pay no taxes but in my there now there are some very underpaid i don't want to say underpaid because everything is supplied for them uh, you know through community by and by the church and so on and so forth but it was really tough cuz i had in about i would say a span of 3 maybe 4 months I sold insurance to two separate preachers or priests. One was very, very wealthy, driving a a brand new uh, Land Rover. And then the other one was driving a 1999 Toyota Camry. And he could barely afford the $30 payment per month. And he's been a priest for 10 years and lives in the church and, you know, so on and so forth. So there wasn't any type of upselling of you know extra policies or you know let me cover your needs because there wasn't anything because the church provided everything but he had legally had to carry insurance on this vehicle that was given to him by the church and he couldn't really afford the the monthly payment now these are old numbers go ahead sorry that's fine i was just i was saying it's just crazy to think of the difference in between like the difference between you know, a priest who does it because they actually find a calling in it and a person who does it to literally just roll in all the money of driving a $110,000 vehicle. And they just couldn't, they couldn't care less. These are old numbers. I used to have a bit of an obsession with the Mormonism as a religion in a church. I still do. I think it's really interesting and we should talk about it more sometime. But if you're like a, a high ranking priest, if you're like, let's say a regional manager level priests you know you have a large congregation in a capital city the mormon church pays for <laughs> they pay for a house with enough bedrooms for your family and your kids plus a plus a guest bedroom so you get one extra bedroom you get a car for yourself and your wife everything's paid for the insurance the gas everything all the bills are paid for all the utilities are paid for everything's paid for and then they also get five thousand dollars a month in just fun money to do things as a family and stuff like that how crazy now don't forget that they also pay for a house that's big enough for you and your a children mormon, a mormon family a mormon family kids. like and bought, they all have to have their own bedroom they uh-huh. fucking bought a cul-de-sac for them. literally yes. Yes. And then i mean they also get a salary on top of that you know you Ex- get yep. your but they that's like it's like the type of cut. I only make twenty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, but the how fucking church pays for a four point five million dollar mansion you live in. Right. It's just because 
I remember when when we started looking into that. Uh, once we followed that school bus, not school bus, sorry, church bus, uh, to the random church here, and uh, I remember looking into that and that they actually had to you had to separate your children, even if they were the same gender. Mm-hmm. So if you have four boys and three girls, you have to have eight bedrooms, one for the extra guest room, and then the seven for the the separate children. And I just thought that was crazy. Bonkers. Could, could you imagine having ten children and needing a twelve a twelve bedroom house? Most of their houses have to be hand built. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where the, that's where these mansions come up on the market all the time. Because they say, yeah, "Oh, the priest I, needs a new one." I got two yeah. kids. <laughs> I, I, yeah, my wife's pregnant. I know we're fifty, but it's okay. We're Mormons. God's gonna call, help us through it. Call Snoop Dogg. I need to buy his mansion from him. That's <laughs> so funny. I have uh, a single. Am I the asshole for you guys? Okay. If you're interested, let's roll her. And then I have an advice post for us to discuss. Roller derby. Am I the asshole for kicking out a guy who peed in my shower? I've been on a few dates with this guy, and he slept over at my apartment for the first time last night. In the morning, I said I was going to run a shower and make some coffee for us. He should join me in the shower. He got in first. I went to start the coffee machine, and then I joined him. And when he, when I joined him, he was peeing in my shower. This is a bunch of explanation points and question marks. She's pretty upset about it. It doesn't even have good water pressure to wash it down, so the pee was just lingering on the ground near his feet. That's pretty funny. I told him I, I told him to stop pissing and get out, and he kept pissing. More explanation points and question marks. He and he said everyone does it. I said no, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to be standing in piss. My bathroom stinks now. He needs to get out. He said he wanted to shower, and I told him no. He needs to leave. He got out, and I told him to put on his clothes and go. He then was belligerent about about that, saying I was uptight. I said that I just think peeing should be done in private in general. I don't want to come into the shower expecting to get frisky and see him peeing. If he has to pee, he should close the door instead of doing it when he knows I'm coming right in. And also, the only place he should be peeing in my apartment is the toilet. Like, who raised this dude? Anyways, he was acting real argumentative, and I ended up saying that I didn't want to argue. I had to work in an hour and a half, and then he needed to leave. Because I said so, and it's my apartment. I know I was sounding like a kindergarten teacher, but I was fed up with this. And how he didn't respect the simple thing of don't pee in the view of the girl you're trying to impress. And don't pee on things that aren't her toilet in full view. He sent me some text saying later saying I was being a real dick and he had to go to work unclean and without breakfast because of me. <sighs> I feel like I might be the asshole for this, for not at least letting him finish in the shower, but I still think he what he did was super nasty and ignorant. And who even thinks that it's appropriate to pee in someone else's shower? Am I the asshole? Well, man. okay. Well, my, my only thing is like, the pee lingering in the shower that's where i was gonna come in if his pee stinks then you gotta at least yeah dude move some water around if if you if you got the stank pay and it's just lingering like listen you gotta have the water pressure to back up peeing in the shower you can't just let that shit linger it's gotta go down the drain if you're gonna pull that shit off it's gotta go right down the drain and it's gotta be unknown to anyone well, me personally, I always pee into the drain the best I can to avoid, you know, the pee lingering. The yeah, same. You, you have a little bit of aim competition with yourself. That's fine. It's normal. But, like, um, but yeah, I don't. In this particular scenario, if it was a normal shower with 
high pressure water, you know, we're talking like a gallon and a half water per minute type of shower, not the, you know, one gallon or half gallon, you know, economy showers. Um, I'll call it a hotel shower. How about that? <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me when I think of low pressure and mm-hmm. just piss poor fucking, you know, water flow. I think of fucking hotel showers. I hate them. But, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm going to say she's not the asshole in this regard. This, and this dude's, this is his first like night staying with her. First night the scenario. The yeah. St- yeah, they don't have an established relationship. They don't know each other like that. Like, she's not into PP, obviously. Um, so yeah, he's he's kind of a dickhead for getting all upset about it too. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean, like you gotta just be like, I thought it was okay. You know, you can't like. Yeah, sorry, be I'll piss mad because the, she's yeah. upset about it. You know. Yeah, you're in her house in her shower pissing, and letting it linger. Like, Come really? On, clean up after yourself. And then you're gonna be like, I didn't get it. Sounds like a spoiled little brat. Oh, that fucking! I didn't get a shower. I I wasn't clean and I wasn't fed. I'm grumpy, bitch. I don't eat your own house. Only bitches eat fucking breakfast. I don't eat shit. I only eat dinner. I had a bowl of nails for breakfast, so without any milk, you know that type of scenario. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. (laughs) What you got, Josh? Uh, I. You know, I don't see the big deal, but at the same time, like, people are weird about that kind of stuff. I don't care about pissing in the shower. It's the no, form, the format, the format of the situation. Yeah, I, I don't imagine I don't, if me and you were in the shower, right? You probably wouldn't care that I peed, but if you smelled it, you'd be like, ah, come on, man. You could. Uh, yeah, man. right, 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 right. And, and if just, it was lingering, like, yeah, you're just stepping in piss. You're just like, stepping in my pee. So, okay. I imagine they were intimate the night before, right? And she literally said that, you know, I expected to get in the shower to get frisky, so on and so forth. So there was going to be swapping of some type of bodily fluids anyway. Uh, what exactly, like, I, I understand what you're saying, but you're telling me that that's a deal breaker for you? The way that she handled it, kicking him out of the shower after he was already wet inside the shower, kind of, kind of a dick move. That makes her. I think that makes her an asshole. Um, him not respecting the situation makes him a fucking douchebag. Uh, and then com- proceeding to cl- complain about it afterwards, texting her and saying, "Well, I went to work unclean and not fed because of you." Like. That seems pretty douchebaggy. So I am going to ride the fence and with my left leg probably a little more over the uh, she's fine. But I mean, really, are you fucking kidding me? You're, you're really upset. It's let me tell you, as somebody who's remodeling a house right now, they all are a five drain holes. OK, so those plumbing all goes to the same place, whether it's shitty water, pissy water or dirty water from your shower. It all goes to the same place. Right, but on your body fluids comment, it's a stinky body fluid. We have to clarify that one. But did so you Josh, say it smelled bad? PP has bad, yeah. Okay. Prior prior consent must be given before one pees on <laughs> another, okay? Having sex and pissing on someone are two completely different things and two completely different fucking fetishes. But he wasn't I pissing on, on her. Side. 
Okay, well, you yeah, but it's not there. like she dove in and was like, "Hey, why aren't you pissing on me, bro?" Like, You're right. Like, <laughs> you probably so you were supposed to wait. <laughs> <laughs> when I imagine the situation, it happened while she was out of the bathroom, yeah. and she then she in. came in and either he smelled was, it he, or he, he was trying to stealth that shit in there. I imagine <laughs> she opened the curtain and he was midstream and he, and was, he was like, like uh, yeah, uh, that yeah, you weren't <laughs> supposed to see this. Right. Like he, you were just, he's thinking, smell it. <laughs> he was thinking more like, Oh, she's going to start coffee. I have a few minutes. That's no, she's a curate yeah. homie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ready, straight, ready <laughs> Instant made. There's some two cups of coffee waiting yeah, for us. Yeah. Some male genitalia takes a minute to wake up in the morning. Some wakes up ready to go, you know. It's just, it depends on who you are. My little sailor. <laughs> um, my other one's not an "Am I the asshole?" but it's an advice post, right? Um, if I can scroll, so, so I'm having a hard time distinguishing whether or not what I'm going through is a coincidence or not. So I've been seeing this guy on and off for almost a year now, but we just—I've just started noticing this really weird incidences, where I would say something in my in the privacy of my own home, and then we would go to hang out with him. And he would just casually bring up what I was saying or doing when I was alone, very passively. But it just kept happening almost consistently. So I started testing the waters. I said out loud, alone in the privacy of my own home, I thought he was a narcissist. I gave no indication to him that I thought this, never brought it up to anyone else. And then we hung out. The first thing he brought up is, I know you think I'm a narcissist. Literally fucking terrifying. So, um. I'll be listening to a song on my phone that I haven't heard in a million years and just felt like listening to. And suddenly he sends me a link to the same song. I jokingly asked him if he had like cameras in my house because of how bizarre this shit is. And he didn't even react. Just immediately changed the subject. So I don't know. I'm feeling really weirded out. I posted on an Anon account on Reddit the other day, just to vent about my life and mostly just finances. I don't know where he sends me money and says, here, I know you need it. Am I being paranoid? If not, what do I do? Okay. <clears throat> Well, there's a two-step process of elimination that needs to occur. And I'll just get this out of the way real fast. If she wants to stay in her current dwellings, she needs Sage and she needs an IT. Uh, she needs like the Geek Squad to come and debug her house. Uh, the Sage is just to merely get rid of the vibes. The bad vibes. Um, <laughs> so uh, now if she's okay with not staying with the residents... Um, gasoline and a match do you want to know and my then, yeah uh, yeah burn it and, down and, and maybe while he's in bed um yeah preferably because this guy sounds like a total fucking maryland not maryland but uh charles manson motherfucker <laughs> um i could talk sideways that's what charles manson used to say um i my armchair detective thing is he had access to her phone and he installed a key logging software or something along those lines. Yeah, most likely. And that's probably he probably has he could probably see what she types and hear from the microphone of her phone or something like that. Something that's always around her, you know what I mean? And just imagine Facebook's doing that twenty four seven to everybody. It's Mark Zuckerberg, that's the guy. I bet yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, that's my, who she's dating. <laughs> my yeah, don't say it, Josh. She'll fucking manifest it. <laughs> You're gonna start seeing the ads. You did it yourself. I'm excited now. You have you have to say it three times though. It's like purple mattress, purple mattress, purple mattress. There you go. Mattress. Purple mattress. (laughs) It's gonna be all over all over the place now. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna go on to Google, and the first fucking targeted (laughs) ad is gonna be purple mattress. 
We're having yeah. a New Year's New Year's sale still going on. <laughs> last chance. <laughs> last chance from 2021. Yeah. So we're all on the same page where he's definitely like stalking her. He somehow, is right? 100% Creep. stalking her. Yeah. Uh, working. Same. Yeah. Go, uh, working in a cell phone store for the year and a half that I did, I saw a lot of like shitty spy software, but also a lot of like good paid for software where Wild. it was like like it was it was collecting uh passwords it was collecting credit card information it would run a it would run a um a uh program to like skim through your photos where you know nowadays where you can like open up a google and everything and you can like type in uh somebody's name and it will pick it up off the face or so on and so forth basically just connected with everything and you could do that on 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 this person's phone remotely and i had a guy that literally was so proud that he had it on his wife's phone that he showed me just in depth of what this could actually do like he's like i can see every outgoing incoming text that she gets i can see when she makes a phone call i i can he's like i can even see if she searches something on a private browser but can you see if she goes and buys a prepaid cell phone Right, no, you can't. <laughs> you, um, you can't. Yeah. Crazy. This is, this is a four chan creep thread fucking material right here. Really though. Yeah. Yeah. I've never could, been happier. They both say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Tears. <laughs> could you could you imagine find like finding that on your on your phone? And it, it was crazy because it, this was before they got rid of like hiding apps you know what i mean now we can like hide certain apps on our phone that we don't want to see or you know whatever and this was before then so it was getting disguised as uh i think it was like a calculator or uh, or even like um that's always what it is the app she'll never use in high school everybody had the calculator like app that you put in a certain number and it was a gallery. You could yeah, take pictures. Too. Yeah, it was it was something like that. I could be mixing that up with that actual app, but it was something that was you'll never like click on and open. You know what I mean? Well, so, even if you do, you have to put the right number in right, to open yeah. the real feature. Yeah. So it was just it was wild. I I will never forget that, and I just i didn't even transfer the the data over because that was the biggest thing was like, like sir i need to call the police well that's the thing it put it put a lock on the phone and the lock is an admin lock where you, you can't erase or back up or you know delete anything off the phone without the admin lock being put in crazy that was wild so the wife comes in like i just want to transfer my stuff to my new phone i can't figure it out Husband's like, oh yeah, I have a spy key logging software on there. Let me just put my password in. Hold on, honey. You have a special calculator that's inhibiting you from doing this. <laughs> that's crazy. Don't worry though. I know how to fix it. It was wild. And I think oh. like 360 couples are too much where they have their their location on all the time there. Let me tell okay. you something about that after we get off of off the air, okay? Oh, spiciness. Ew. Hey, I'm gonna okay, revise. Okay, everybody, if you get Can... us to hundred subs on YouTube, I'll tell you what Josh said. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna revise my advice real quick. Shrink wrap him to the bed, douse then... everything in gasoline, and then light the match. Burn it all. Fuck, down. fuck the sage, 
and the geek squad that's we're beyond that now no she needs to just like talk start talking about fucking other dudes that's what she needs to do dude have you seen those tiktoks where like women or men will send text messages to their significant other on purpose after they leave the house and like yeah that makes it that makes it look like that they're texting like they meant to text someone else and then they come back and they're like what the fuck you think you're gonna do huh yeah i i saw one too where it's a tiktok filter where you can make it you can it look when you're recording a video it looks like you get a message from somebody so they'll say like check out this filter and then it'll say message from so and so oh that's why why do you gotta play with people like that that's not nice it's pretty fucked up especially if you're in a committed relationship like why would you even uh-huh. like fuck with someone's insecurities you know like I that? Love, though it's kind of toxic but i i like this you could say i follow like three different accounts and they do is they find videos of like girls like saying something like about cheating on their boyfriend or doing something really like like uh i guess i, I don't know mostly it's the cheating on their boyfriend and then they'll like find their boyfriend they'll make a video of them like clicking on their instagram and then find their boyfriend and find their facebook and confirming and then they'll send the tiktok to the girl's boyfriend oh you mean like the the guy that you hired to uh check and see if i was faithful to you over snapchat oh my fucking yes (laughs) listen i found that on xbox xbox has this looking for games feature where you can make posts and find people to play certain whatever game with and one of them was like i'll test your loyalty add me and i'm like i gotta i gotta so <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I add him and like i tell him that i need him to test my loyalty on my boyfriend he's like whoa you're gay i'm like yeah is that a problem he's like nah nah that's cool man it's cool i can i can pretend and <laughs> so he, i give him josh's snapchat and he adds him and tries to start flirting with him and josh is instantly just like did tyler do this <laughs> it was so it was really fun i was off put for a minute but it was really funny oh it's good man it was i will never i saved that entire chat because it was just it was so good he said he said you're a good dude man and just and and then texted tyler and was like yeah he's loyal he's faithful he's loyal he got a good one (laughs) yeah oh man that was so funny Uh, i ran that guy i ran that guy's like once i figured out what it was i like i started fucking with that man real hard i was like oh yes of course i I can't i can't wait i'm sorry i have to talk to my husband first it was so so funny. funny that reminds me of a story my dad told me uh when he was building the house uh, him and his buddy Jason would always be in Menards, you know, getting materials like 10 times a day. And uh, I, <laughs> and uh, there was this girl named Lindsay that worked there. And, and, you know, they would always see her and they'd start forming kind of a relationship with her. They talked to her eventually that uh, they told her they were gay and they, they were husbands. Right. And then one time Jason had went in with his wife and got some stuff and Lindsay told my dad and dad sort of like making a big scene like I can't believe he's a fucking whore here with that bitch and this and that and then the next time they came in they had a like a fucking a fake fight in front of her and dad was like Lindsay told me she saw you here with that whore and it was just she was like freaking out like it was so funny that is so funny 
And that's where Lindsay walked into your life. Hey, I don't know if we could talk about that on, on the podcast. Been all yet. episode. <laughs> this. But this is this is appropriate. Emotional damage. <laughs> it was the good kind, okay? That's a... uh, okay, that's enough. <laughs> okay, um, Nick, you're hey, running. You're running trivia. Uh, trivia. Back to 200 grade, subs please. on YouTube to find out that, the Lindsay story. No, I'm that, that is uh, that is right. Trivia is tonight, and is it statue is, of limitations? It is uh, six years past statue of limitations. Not quite. All right, not so, even close. Shh, okay. Listen, we need we need like we need we need viewers. I'll do it. No, I'm <laughs> If you don't stop, I'm going to ask you math questions right off rip. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. I need, I need to win. All right. Uh, so, Tyler, because you're a winless fucking hobo. Um, Hold on. Are we doing the steals? Can I steal his question? If yeah, he gets so, it we're, wrong? So, okay. so we're going to run this first to three wins. Uh, if you miss, uh, individual can steal. Um, so, yeah. Copy. Uh, you know... We can do five. Would you guys rather do three or five? Three, got it. Yeah, we'll do three. Okay. Um, so let me peruse here for a moment, guys. Uh, I'm. I promise, I'm not trying to create awkward silence. Awkward silence. I'm just trying to pick a subject and a grade that I know Tyler can handle. So. Um, you know, you best stay. Reading comprehension, third grade or lower is probably our, <laughs> our safe. Uh, <laughs> no math at all. No, please. No geography. I can do some history. 1492, the Nina, the Pinta, and Santa Maria. 1492 yeah. what? The Columbus, that guy, oh. genocided a bunch of people. Genocided. <laughs> all right, Tyler. This is the second grade science question. Uh, these collect energy from the movement of air. Wind, wind turbines, wind, windmills, windmills. Good job, buddy. You got a Yay, point. A whole point. You going right. down, Josh? Josh, eighth grade math. <laughs> Solve for X. <laughs> All right, Josh. Grade. All right, Josh. Uh, second grade science for you. How many legs do arachnids have? Eight. Good job. Hey, that's a good callback to earlier. Yep, spiders yep. and bugs. Spiders yeah. and bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Some bugs are spiders, but not all spiders are bugs. Was that right? Tyler, so, first, no. grade, first grade uh, English language arts question. What is the past tense word for run? <laughs> run. <laughs> run. <laughs> <laughs> run it <laughs> it's ran ran good job run it i done run to the store <laughs> you got two points good job <laughs> rand right. you're going one point away from winning my first one i know it doesn't seem fair but all right josh where did the olympic games originate <laughs> excuse me that's easy uh who who started the Olympic Games? What what country? I don't know, man. Olympics? Uh, <laughs> Is that Olympics? That's not my answer. <laughs> okay. uh, 
Something about Jesse Owens. (laughs) (laughs) Hitler. Oh, no. Uh, The Miracle on Ice. Asia. No. All right, Tyler. Let's see your stealing game point if you get it. The Olympians. That's Greece. Greece. Is it really? I didn't know that. Well done, Tyler. We have Finally, made history on the, the undisputed show. champion of the world. You bow, have bow, bow, bow. you have won your first round of trivia ever since we've started doing this. You know, I want to be happy for you, but I hate you because <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm more cultured than you. I know. I honestly did not know Olympics started in Greece. I only know that because it was mentioned in a podcast I listened to recently. Oh <laughs> of course. Yeah, Josh knew what the uh, major cash crop was in like <laughs> 1790. So oh, there you God, have it. Man. Wild boys. Wild. I want to say they a... did the Olympics naked in the beginning. Hell yeah! I think they, I, think, I think they had a piece of toilet paper over their over their ween, but that was about it. Yeah. Those are the Olympics for me. That's yeah. what. <laughs> hey, that's that, that's just a Sunday night. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, today man. that's a, today that's a mistake. It's not cleaning up well. <laughs> <laughs> just stuck, stuck to the end. Hello. And, that's, uh, and, that, and this is how. You, uh, this is also where bounty paper towel was invented was, uh, <laughs> during the Greece Olympics. So. Yes, we need something a little a little stronger than uh, it's, paper. It's ultra absorbent, two times more absor- absorbent than what's uh, the competitive brand? Is it Vita or Viva, the Viva. cloth material material yeah. one? Yeah, a lot of people hate those, but they're really, really expensive. My grandmother loves them. I bet she does. They're soft. They're clothy. I mean, they soak up shit really nice. Yeah. They just feel weird. They're probably. I mean, yeah. They're expensive. So who wants to pay that much for paper towels? Oh yeah, I wear paper towel podcast. I mean, (laughs) you're talking about a crisp thirty bucks for like a twelve pack of yeah paper towels these days, which is absurd. Yeah. 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 And gas prices, man, they're just going. Okay, up. okay, okay. <laughs> we're done. Thanks, everybody. Good Let's night. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk about the global economy before we get off. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Inflation to the dollar is dying. Build bunkers. Build you know back, what? Instead of all that, build back better, everyone. Follow us on Facebook. <laughs> Find us on TikTok, TJN Podcast, TJN Show, the YouTubes. Um, the YouTube is up. We have a couple episodes on YouTube now. Uh, TJN podcast there too. Pretty great stuff. Um, yeah, check us out on Facebook dating. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Parsons. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. We're really glad to be back. And uh, in the new year, yeah? Well, yeah. That's all. Bye. Bye. Bye.